Hi, hi, welcome back in, welcome back in, it's the Sons of Honarchy podcast uh, with part two of the 108th episode, and this is with, of course, the 108 guys, um, and this, by the way, is Hot Take Tommy. I'm just coming in with a couple quick uh, production notes here. We uh, really did just have too much fun, and it got to be such a long podcast that we we just felt we had uh, no choice but to break it in half. And the halfway point also just so happened to be the point where uh, Steve's Wi-Fi or the ass end of the blue line Wi-Fi cut right out. So uh, we're picking it up here after just having talked about where it's, what it's like starting up a podcast and and the commitment it takes to making something uh, worth putting out into the ethers. So uh, here we are with our conversation with the 108 guys, part two. We're back in here, baby. We, it's okay. Don't worry we, about we're it. We're absorbing your thoughts. And my section was talking about how goddamn hard it is when you're first doing a podcast and how uninteresting you are and how you don't know what the fuck you're doing and i'll be honest with you maybe we're just hard on ourselves but we beat the shit out of ourselves the first 50 60 70 80 episodes until we yeah. felt like now nah, we really got a rhythm going it wasn't until yeah, i guess probably the the maybe the start of 2021 where we kind of felt like all right now we got a good fucking rhythm. it takes time you know and you yeah. guys are talking yeah. about butting heads and stuff and just kind of getting the rhythm and it takes a lot of time and i think people roll out of there and think Oh, everyone should listen to my podcast. Actually, I prefer less people listen early on. Let me get better at this, and yeah. then you then come and listen to, yeah. to what I got going now. Yeah, yeah, that's that's super me too. Because it's like the first time we we rolled it up, I was like, I'll be very happy if fifty people total over the course of like seven episodes listen, and <laughs> <laughs> that's definitely happened. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but like we've had we've had a good time. Um and and that mind you with the with the bumps with the cutting out on the Wi-Fi in the middle of fucking podcast. <laughs> we, we've enjoyed ourselves along the way, which is which is huge. So yeah, I can't wait to move into a new place and get better Wi-Fi because this is fucking- <laughs> it's okay. Don't worry about it. So I know Tommy Tommy had a very pressing question here um about you know obviously we were talking about the wave sucks hoodies and how big they became after jeff passing so so we were all excited about it i wanted to celebrate with you for the free marketing that you guys got from that that's fucking huge exciting stuff however i wanted to know and i have i have one in my back pocket who's going to be the next celebrity to wear 108 gear on live television in in one or another scenario now as that simmers with you for a moment, I I strongly feel that the next person to wear 108 gear in public is going to be Ben Shapiro. <laughs> He's a White Sox man. He loves oh. the White Sox. And whether or not that's good um, clout for you is, is up to you guys. But I strongly feel that that's your next, that's your next hit. How, so, how would he even hear about us? And if he heard three minutes of our show, how would he stay on and, and be interested? <laughs> plus, plus, you know what? He, one of these guys that's like like all 
pro capitalism and shit, I guarantee he'd want that shit for free. <laughs> yeah, so like, exactly. get the fuck out of here. You want that on the cuff, baby? <laughs> yeah, it, I ain't sending that guy shit. I, so I, I don't even. I didn't even know who Ben Shapiro was when all this like happened, and I was like, I'm not gonna like judge a guy that I don't really know who he is or listen to any of his stuff. Like, I know he wrote a book. But I also know that he owns like every MLB hat and just wears whatever, and it's like, it's kind of stupid. We know someone and, else who has done that. So he went on to this podcast, the Joe Rogan Experience. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. Um, the powerful GRE. <laughs> I heard it was taken. Um, from us isn't it JRE? JRE, yeah, GRE, whatever. <laughs> Same Stalling. shit. Whatever. But anyway, he was on there, and I listened to like the first like thirty-five minutes of it, and I was like, yeah, no, I don't like this guy at all. Like, I, I don't even. I, it was. Because you don't want to be like, oh, this guy's a douchebag. Like he doesn't agree. And then, and if you don't know anything, and then when you do know something, then it's totally okay to call him a douchebag and say that you don't like him. And yeah, so I don't think that's going to happen. Um, I, I, I don't really know who's the next celebrity. That's I got a few. Oh, oh, I like the trees. He's oh. armed. I, I was going to say the same thing as MSS. I was going to say these are kind know. of black swan events. We don't know when there's going to be an interaction. We don't know when Jeff Pass is going to come out of nowhere and <laughs> spike the ball on me. And then we see, oh, there's an opportunity. And now all of a sudden, if I DM a Jeff Pass and he answers back, like, well, you don't, you don't know when that mm. shit is going to happen. You have no clue when lightning is going to strike. You have no clue when, when someone's going to reach out to you and say, hey, I want to get Steve Stone your T-shirt. I want to have him in your T-shirt. We'll take a picture of the T-shirt. It's like we don't know when this shit is all gonna hit us. No, it just happens sometimes, and and we're grateful and lucky. For it. The, the Steve Stone thing though was interesting because they were they offered to pay for it. They're like, we'll we'll buy yeah. it, and I was like, you're not buying it. I'll send it to <laughs> exactly. You. And they're like, no, 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 no. Free yeah, exactly. no. Let us let us buy it. But when it was Jeff Passing, he's like, please send me eight things for free. It wasn't even like, hey, I'll buy one and give me one. He was like, I need everything. No, that's bullshit. Don't paint this man in a bad light. I offered that and we decided to send him some extra stuff. And he said his family loves the 108 stuff. They wear the knit caps, everything. They like it. He did not ask for a bunch of free shit, my sex summer. You stopped that, all right? That's my friend, all right? You leave my friend alone. We would never make him pay anyway. But, like, (laughs) going overboard and saying I need an XL, a large, a small... And I, I was like, we don't even make. See how he does us, Treasy. Make one for us, please. The man wore his yeah. shit on the top hundred ESPN players <laughs> countdown, and that, he's talking exactly. shit about. It. He so always he wants to bite the hand that we get to feed him. You know? I know, I, I, and that's a story is way better. He fucking fleeced you guys <laughs> eight free things and demanded it. Terrible. Absolutely. I think we do got to mention that Stephen Nelson from uh, yes. MLB Network reps the brand all the time. He There's does. no question. Love yeah. that. But great guy. Here's the guy that's gonna. Here's the guy that's gonna. I'm gonna tell you why. Scotty Pippen, because Ooh. we wrote the only good review of Scotty Pippen's book. I think I did. Huh? I think I'm the only one on that side of the ledger. You loved it. And I loved it. I thought it was great. Yeah. I like, couldn't get enough of that goddamn. If book. That review gets in Scotty's hands. I would I would send him like especially anything that we got that's red, so it's like Bulls colors. Yeah. Man, just take go. it, Scotty. You know the red. That's a good black, point. Right? We need a red. We need a the red one awaiting shirt back in stock. We yeah, we sold that shit. In we, an you know, and we did the black red hats almost gone too. We hey, should especially do with how well the bulls are doing. You got to get yeah. on. 
Maybe we should your, do a white one hundred and eighty on the on the. Yeah, all right. That's that's, <laughs> listen, I, I got to call up my guy Ryan over at Fourth Shift Printing. He's also the lead singer with Off with Their Heads. Um, no, yeah. hey, hey, bro, I, had, I need some. Can, can we roll back the Stephen Nelson thing before Treasy gets on to his next uh, bit? Because we met Stephen Nelson at a game. Okay, he came to a game, and it was actually the game when we had the big tailgate, where it pissed balls all over all of us, and we went in the stadium, and then it started raining again. And we stayed out in the rain. The three of us stayed out in the goddamn rain, pouring. The Sox were up in the stadium club and saw us, and they sent a guy down with a 12-pack to hand beers to us because well, we were the only ones standing out there in the rain yep. drinking. So eventually we get a text from Mr. Hand, and Mr. Hand's up in the concourse. He goes, I messaged Stephen Nelson. He's here. He's going to come and, and hang out by us. I told him he in the concourse. Come up to the concourse, guys. So we come up. We're standing there. We're looking around for him to make sure we see him, right? He, he gets by us, though, before we see him. So he's kind of like going uh, towards like where the open area is, where the bathroom is, and the goose bar and everything. Yeah. So I take off after him, and I stop <laughs> him, and I'm like, Steven, I'm like, you know, 108. He gives me a big hug. I am soaking fucking wet. I am like <laughs> drenched. <laughs> Steven don't bat an eye. Steven comes and hangs with everybody, hugs everyone. Awesome guy. We talk socks for like 20 minutes or a half hour. Just an incredible dude. It's like, this dude is on MLB Network doing shit, and he's like totally down to earth, awesome with the fans. Just a great guy. I took a, a picture with us looking like idiots, but I mean, like, he's a cool dude. Yep. He was still cold from the air conditioning that he was in up in the suite. <laughs> we were sweating balls. We were yeah. known. extremely wet, also. Yeah. We we're also each about 20 to 25, 30 pounds heavier. So, <laughs> like, you know, Chasing it was after him, he probably thought he had to hug you. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like He's like, oh no, <laughs> Loaf's gonna die. <laughs> I got, I got two more. Oh shit! The Go one is it. very easy. One's very easy, literally. Uh, we're gonna get Sarah J in a in a one away shirt. <laughs> there it is. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> We've seen her in the Sox shirt. Yep. Right. Like you did your yep. investigation, oh, MSS. Yeah. She, she may be a Sox fan. Yeah. Could so be. So I think that's next. But Possible. here's the one. Here's the one you guys aren't even thinking about. Because you thinking about that one, yeah. My, I everyone should be thinking about that one. No, my no, sex no. We got in on the ground floor of an incredible acting career. Casey Giolito will be yep. the next. Oh, that's a great call, actually. The, yes, the socks fucked him over, putting him in the booth with Bill Walton. He ain't gonna wear no sock shit. Good call. He's gonna wear some 108 shit, and then the he's, he's gonna be a big star. So, yeah. I, like, yeah, I. I we're like two, three years away from it. Yeah, that's lockdown. Plus, I, I, I agree with that. Plus, he owes us, and so does my does my guy. Us. <laughs> my my guy was Rick Giolito, but like Casey owes us potentially because when Lucas Giolito in 2018 asked me for one away gear, I said no because we have a really bad track record where like, we give people one away gear and they just like turn into a pumpkin. Tyra Saladino. <laughs> they go play in Korea, is what actually. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's just not it's not necessarily the best thing for your career. So I'm like, listen, you Rick, you owe me. We, we was at the there was it was that Festivus or was it 108? It might have been 108 Fest last year. And I was like, listen, I, I didn't fuck your son up, so you owe us, kind of. <laughs> it could have been at the game when he came over there, although I'm sure you don't remember any of that. I don't remember any of that. No. <laughs> A lot now, of delicious Goose Island high octane beer before that. How many like packages of stuff did you send to your Mercedes? Because obviously <laughs> something, <laughs> nothing. What? One us? One me? <laughs> I'm your mean. No, 
You know what? what we signed with Freddy's. We couldn't do it. Hopefully, <laughs> oh, not we're Punky's yeah. podcast. We're, we're Punky's. We're Punky's PWR. We can't be. Yeah, we can't that's be right. Given appreciate the Freddy's guys. No, I I gotta ask you guys, and, and this is the perfect time for this before we go into our buy or sell segment, which is a rotating thing that we do on the Sons of Honarchy. Um, I gotta ask you guys. This is gonna be our closing question, but we're gonna bump it up. Um, because we're talking 108 stuff. We're talking about people we know. We're talking about marks and, and famous people and all of that. Now, let me preface this by saying 108 day was awesome this year. And I am so happy you guys put it together. I buried the hatchet or whatever hatchet needed to be buried with Shane Reardon. Shane Reardon is cool. He said he'd come on yeah. the podcast. You know, like at least he said he'd come on the podcast, right? This was before he told our buddy. (laughs) What's he going to tell you? Like how he he doesn't have a date or whatever? He he cooked something? I mean, what what do you, you know? I I love the guy, but I mean, I'm just asking. Yeah, this is before he told our buddy Adam Benowitz, who's in the comments right now, our guy Adam KC, 1980 on on Twitter, uh, to go fuck himself. Uh, or go fuck off after as he's getting in his Uber. He's like, now that's good content right there. Or, or no, it was, I'll fuck you up. That's what it was. He said, I'll fuck <laughs> yeah, you up. Adam doesn't know. remember it. Um, and apparently Shane didn't know who I was, but we, we buried the hatchet. So, um, Congrats on the sex. Said, <laughs> that guy's on Twitter a lot. So for like the, for the record, yeah, we love Shane. I mean, there's don't no question. Right? I mean, Tommy. This is so flaccid hard guy talk. So go ahead. Amongst us. The two of us, the three of you, get yeah. big time, big timed by Shane next. Oh, it's my sex summer, a hundred percent. Oh it, my it, god! Actually, it should it should have been happening already because yeah. my sex summer has a little blog that he just hasn't gotten out there that would be so goddamn funny, and I don't want to spoil it about what it's about, but it would really like set this thing up. So I'm gonna say it's my sex summer for it's sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Please. Yeah. please. We're not going to ask him to come out on the podcast until it's, you release it. It's not well. I, I, it's it's a lot of work. Okay, I, it I is don't a lot wanna, of work. It, I don't want to. I don't want to like say, hey, oh, it's like oh, I haven't had like twenty minutes to sit down and write no, this, this is, for an hour. This, this is, is going to take like eight hours. This so is involved. It's a lot of stuff to do. So I'm getting there. It's just I haven't got there yet. But yeah, it's 100 me. And the reason that I was going to give is not because of the unreleased material. The reason I was going to give is because. <laughs> He doesn't think that I know, like, have any pull within the 108. Like, he goes around me all the time. Like, him he goes and, to Treasy. Tre- him and Treasy, like, text yeah. each other all the time. Yeah, he goes to Treasy. I'm like, oh, what's just, wrong with that? Why can't I text that? Why can't I text another man? I, I'm, just, I'm just saying. Like, that's why. This I'm is what you guys got to worry about. You yeah. only have the two of you. There's three yeah. of us. So you got to worry about the other two guys stepping out on you. So yeah. my oh. sock summer, he holds the White Sox contacts very closely. Yes, he, he does. He does not let us talk to anyone. Like, we, if we see Brooks in person, that's the only time we get a chance to talk that's to him. True. We're not allowed to talk to him. <laughs> and then Treasy, he holds the radio contacts, with the exception of maybe Mitch Rosen, who I have on text. Now, these guys don't. But, you know, like, yeah, otherwise, he holds the contacts. You know, he got beef, all them guys. Beef, though, you, you know, like when we see uh, Mike Downey in person, yeah, you know, I'm like, like me and you, we're like fucking Rocky Wirtz kids when we're, when we're trying to talk. <laughs> exactly. He just tells us to shut the fuck up. He wants to do what my and then he to starts say. Yeah. talking to Mike. That's all he cares about. He doesn't like, want us to say. Don't worry about them guys. Yeah, that's that's what, how my sex summer does us. You know. Hey, 
Listen, Honestly, people don't know how this thing. He ain't got nothing to say for this. He's like, "Yep, this is how it works." No, it's kind of how, kind of how it is. But Rocky Words, you don't need to be check last week. Rocky Words is a fucking piece of work. He is. He's old school. I mean, that's that's sure. the definition of old school. Yeah, he's an like, idiot. Is what you he's just saying. He's a <laughs> soul. He's listen, a moron. Listen, I'm rich, okay. And normally, when I say ghosts. Okay, and then and that's what he's like. He's like, listen, I have more money than God. He's, I don't he's need to listen school. to your fucking bullshit. It's he's not a even available. It's not Guys who are really anymore. old school. No he went to the, the he went to the old school of my spots. dad made all this money, and now I don't got to do <laughs> exactly. shit. Real old school guys know to shut their goddamn mouth and just let shit lay. And he knows he fucked up. Why even yeah. got to fight back? Just let this shit lay there. It's like, I, yep, but, we made a mistake. Kill him a kindness. Exactly. Kill him a kindness. That's, that's all you, you say. Do, because it's not like they're not doing something allegedly. They're doing but, stuff. But they're but you why don't you gotta even, get upset. You don't gotta get upset. Like why you gotta be upset. you know you know mad? I don't know. Stupid. Stupid. So so my sock summer is the next one to get body bag shame. Hundred percent. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. Yeah. No. No so doubt far. about it. Yeah. And we might actually just yeah. force it to happen. <laughs> <laughs> You might just have him on the podcast just to body my sock number and then and then let him go. <laughs> he's gonna be mad though because we're gonna take pictures and he's gonna be like, "Oh man, I don't look as skinny because you lost all that weight." My sock. That's true. I'm like, yeah. yeah. I, I'm, I'm like, I'm maybe not, you gain weight. Not gonna lie, I don't want to give any spoilers for the one away tourney. Although I'm a, I got a I got a bone to pick with you two fucks. I got a bone to pick. Here's what I want to know. All right, you guys had some one away tourney scoops. Okay. Now, I I one, I don't know how you got them. Two, I'm not going to tell you what parts were pretty accurate. Some of it was like, who did I tell that to? And how the fuck did these guys get a hold of that information? I don't talk to very many people about it. And I was checking my DMs with other people. I'm not going to let you know which parts. But there were parts of what you said in the last show that were dead on accurate. So I'm going to I'm gonna keep an eye on you guys. And I might actually put some shit through the ether, through some of my people, and see what floats up well, you're your gonna, ass. You're going to go Departed style. You're going to go Departed style. I am. Yeah. Get some misinformation. I'm going to throw some in some different directions, and we'll see what, what floats up to these dudes. Right. I, I don't well, know who's who's saying shit. Obviously, Tommy's not a part of it because he's never on Twitter. <laughs> but, you know, I am a part it's of It's got to be you, but you get around, Steve. I don't know who the fuck you're talking to exactly. So. Like that Tupac I'm song. Part of a group. I am part of multiple group chats, and, and, and there is a group chat that I'm a part of where – uh, I was getting ragged on by Brew Hand Luke for my inside scoops. So is it is it Brew Hand Luke possibly? That's... It's not him. He don't know shit about this tournament. All right? I shit. haven't told him a goddamn thing. But there I... are people I've told shit, and now I'm thinking I'm like, all right, I I, I got my eye on you, motherfuckers. I know who who I might have slipped a thing or two to, and then it comes up, and then I and I'm hearing, it, and I'm like. What the fuck is going on here? So, all right, we're gonna we're gonna you know see. What? We're gonna test. I thought I'd throw Brandon Luke under the bra and, and see what you would do, but I, I I guess you're he's clean, clean. Luke is clean, man. He's he's good. I haven't told you him. Can't, you can't trust a ginger with sensitive information. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Damn. When he hears that in 15 seconds, he's gonna be very upset. He's gonna be like, "Fuck you!" He's in the interrogation room. I don't know shit. All right, give me a lawyer. All right. He's in the interrogation room. He's sunburned <laughs> because of his light skin and the lights. That's exactly. He's high as a draft's balls. So oh my god, his eyes are as red as his hair. <laughs> be crazy. If anybody gets higher than my suck summer, it might be Bruhan Luke. <laughs> I need to be high. God damn it. No, well, so there is a one-on-one region this year, and 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 Teresa and I did a video 
but it's not us in it anymore. So we we broke it up. It's no longer the one of waiters. It's going to be for just Twitter uh, users that have less than a thousand followers. So we have a, a okay. bracket that's special for people that have less followers, and one of that group will make it to the elite eight. Make it to yeah. the final. So really excited for that. Bracket. Tommy's not in. <laughs> <laughs> first Tommy's on Twitter once a month, so I, that's probably he's probably not going to make it. I'm just spoiler yeah. alert. Spoiler he's part alert. of White Sox on... TikTok, and we're not including that yet. <laughs> I mean, Are I'm you starting, on TikTok, Tommy? I'm starting to get into TikTok. No, a little bit. Would check out. Tommy, oh, you're not like, even on TikTok. I, All right. He's. I was he's like, I want to see him do useless. this. And then, he's like, useless. point <laughs> things. I absolutely <laughs> love it. Um. Well, then that leaves beef as the undisputed. Wait, region champion? Does that not? How does that sit with the other two of you? I don't care. I mean, I, I just hope that I get to face him this year so I can pound his ass into the ground. <laughs> well, this is perfect. This is perfect. <laughs> Question to my sock summer, to my sock summer and Cherise. Uh, why are you guys going to be the one to upset Beef Wolf eventually? Well, I think it's because Beef fucked up. So Beef would normally just beat beat the shit out of us. But the problem is he recently posted that he unmuted a bunch of people mm-hmm. right but if you look beef only replies to like three or four people it's like <laughs> jeff passin and like two other people that he actually <laughs> will give a response to so Boy, literally everyone is going to be like he must have had me muted all this time because i said all this cool <laughs> shit and he never even get, gave it a like so i think that people are like most of the people voting are like Fucking beef loaf had me muted that that prick. <laughs> so I think that's going to be his downfall. I he also says that he wants more and more haters, and I think that's going to actually happen. I hope uh, so. that that's God a that's a possibility. So. And, and the other thing that's going to happen is he has a very I don't know if you guys know, but um, he tweets way more than most normal people, and he does <laughs> yeah. like almost like a stream of consciousness, like tweets. People right? love that. At, at some point, he is going to say something <laughs> that is going to anger ninety nah. percent of people versus nah. the ten percent of people that he usually gets. So it is going to that will help us. No, um, it's not gonna. Yeah, I, I go for it. I just go for whatever. I, I I put up a tweet. I said, "Don't think, just tweet," and it's Nuke Lelouch like throwing the pitch. It was less than two hours after Betty White had passed away, and I tweeted, I guaranteed Betty White gives better blowjobs than Nancy Reagan. And I not one person unfollowed I, me for that shit. Jeez. I thought you were going to get fucked up on that. I thought I was too, and, and, and nothing happened. And I, I remember people were like, a couple of people were like, too soon, and a lot of people were liking it. And I remember that uh, our guy Soxwood, he had the, the gif of the guy with the popcorns, like, yeah, I can't wait to see this. Nothing happened. So I, I, I'm not uncancelable like, like my sock summer is. Oh, his, he's totally uncancelable. But I think the guy, if, if you're looking for one of the 108ers to make a big run in followers in, in 2022, it's Treasy. Yeah. And the reason why is because Treasy has the nerd group behind him. He has the yeah. Star Wars nerd group. He goes, watch, I'm going to put the Star Wars tweet up there. He goes, this is going to be a real yeah. killer. And this shit had 400 likes today. Yes! Like, this I saw that. knows what tweets yes. are going to work. before. Like, MSS and I don't know what the hell we put out there. Blogs or whatever. We got no clue what we're putting yeah, out there that's going to actually work. And Treasy knows what's gonna work. Whoa. He's gonna kill this. Hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. What are you guys drinking? What was what was oh, that? Oh, I just uh, I popped open some some bullet rye. So. Oh, ooh, <laughs> I like that he said I popped open in like the bottle. Like, almost. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it's it's like one like, shot left in there. You <laughs> didn't just start drinking that, son. Like, maybe a little Let while ago. That. I'm trying to polish off some bullet. Oh, okay, rye. There, that's there. We go. 
Chorizo definitely could beat his brother, his bigger brother, at some point in that, in something like that. But uh, Wolf, years Wolf, now. Wolf is just like he, he's like the, the I don't know. He like he sets his mind to something and he just fucking does it. And like he has insane goals. I'm sure there's goals that we don't know about that he set for himself in I'm the get to ten thousand followers this year. Murdering us. Yeah. I'm at like, I'm, like, I'm about up to seventy six hundred. I want to get to ten ten dimes, and then I'm really gonna tell the truth out there on Twitter. Yeah, the I can't wait are. to go from ten thousand back to five thousand. Yeah, I think, I think he pretty much said he I think he told us once he got to six thousand, he wasn't gonna care about his followers anymore. Yeah, and that, now he's like ah, I change my mind. It's like chasing that high. You are the biggest liar here, B. I mean, that's confirmed tonight. I'm the biggest liar. Liar. No, I don't lie. I don't lie about anything. What the fuck? You said you were going to be vegan and you had fucking ranch on your. That was a mistake. I, I didn't do that on. I was like done eating. I'm like, oh shit, I, I screwed up. The vegan Otherwise, thing might help. I had cheese. Well, I love cheese and I've not had cheese. Okay. That's, that means I'm following through on this vegan shit. That's pretty big. That's huge, right? Well, yeah. I'll, I'll be honest. Beef, we've been shitting on you a little bit too much here. I love it. I don't like give a you. fuck. Keep going, man. I don't care. I know you don't give a fuck. But we and that, and that's the thing. Like, I, I, let me put this out there, right? You're going to do blogs or podcasts or whatever. You're going to have your opinion out there. You cannot give a fuck if someone's going to come dunk on you. You don't You don't care about any of that stuff. I, well, I think the difference with My Sox Summer is everybody who follows him has, like, shook his hand and been like, wow, I fucking love this guy. And everybody who follows you, Beef, has been like, wow, this guy's a kind of a dick. And like, <laughs> <laughs> Well, not everyone, but yes, you're kind of Mostly, right. I mean, yeah. I, it, not, not not to brag, but I out selfie uh, my sock summer at the ballpark <laughs> by like three to one. People want to take selfies with the beef loaf now more than anyone else. There's now. no question about that. And I will brag to my sock summer. I've had people come up three selfies tonight. You've had none. Like I'll I'll give him shit about that. If you and I'm way on the bottom. They'd probably ask me to take the self to take the picture, <laughs> but they're like that old motherfucker don't know how to use a phone. <laughs> Perfect, fucking perfect. <laughs> like, I think that's Lowe's grandpa over there. That's not true. <laughs> no, no, his nose is too small. I don't know. He's got a, a, a honker similar to mine, but it's it's more well formed. Mine is the deformed, huge version. Like it, it, the overgrowth, like an outgrowth, it went too far. It's like. His stayed fine. It looks like a normal human's nose. Mine is like all bent up and, and goofy. You know, like hilarious. <laughs> incredible. Absolutely incredible. Well, okay. So are you guys ready for a game? We are so far. Listen, Tommy, I Tommy, I have notes and I have notes on my Pearl Jam uh paper yeah. that I made in graphic arts in 1995. Uh Obviously, the same year Steve-O was crawling out of vaginas. I made both this. Of us. <laughs> both of us. It would actually be both of us that, that we were crawling out of vaginas. All right. So when you guys were both doing that, I was making this in graphic arts class. It's You wrote me like a note yes. of those. I wish I would have kept it knowing that it was from that year. From 1995. <laughs> the year you were born. <laughs> the birth year. I made these. Wow. Yep. So let's we'll do some buy and sell, bitches. The whiskey's about to get me, so let's move on. Yeah, I was going to say buy or sell. Um, okay, so we want it from each and every one of you guys as we go through, even you, Beef Loaf. Um, so it'll be <laughs> it'll be first one, buy or sell. Andrew Vaughn is going to start 70 games at first base 
this season, not like in the equation of time with the White Sox this season. I'm selling. And uh, I'm selling because let's say first base was open for some reason. Let's say Abreu got hurt or something, or they decided that Abreu was going to DH. I don't think that they would only have Vaughn over there. I think you would, you'd probably have Berger come up. You'd probably have sheets take innings there. You'd probably have Grandal take innings there because you've got to fill in that. You're going to try and play matchups. You're going to try and you're going to, you're going to have guys that you got to bring up to try and replace that bat. I don't think he gets a full 70 games. I think that would be really difficult to see him get a full 70. Yeah, I'd have to agree with Terezi. I'm going to sell. And and for a different reason, Abreu is like an indestructible force. He's the toughest motherfucker on this team. He doesn't miss games. The only time he missed a game is when he almost lost a ball from a torsion. Like, the guy just does not sit out, man. He collided with a guy uh, on a pop-up last year, and it was like, this guy's going to be out for two weeks with a concussion. He played two days later. Like, the guy's yeah. extremely tough. And even if he goes into a slump, you're always going to kind of bet on a bat like that to bounce back. Like, there are people in 2019, I feel bad for them because I dunked the shit out of the ball on them saying that Abreu's contract would be great when they re-signed him after the 2019 season. Of course it was. He won an MVP. Everyone's been betting on the regression, but the bat's just a little too active to regress that bad. Like he's probably when he regresses, it's gonna probably be slow. It's probably gonna last a while. Like he he may end up fading out a little bit and not being the guy you want to play every day, but it's not gonna be this year. And I think he's gonna be super durable. And I actually trust him with the glove more than I trust Andrew Vaughn right now. That being said, if I had to pick a guy who I'm really ha- like think they're gonna have a good year this year, it's gonna be Andrew Vaughn. I think Andrew Vaughn hits the shit out of the ball this year and is a real difference maker for these white sides. Hmm. I'd love it. That's Great. an interesting take. Um, I, I read the question and this is not something that's new to me and I did not understand it. I thought it was 70 games total that he was going to play and I was ready to buy on that. But when you qualified it, he's gonna as, easily play that many. if he's going to play at, at, at first base, 70 game. No, I don't think though. I'm, I'm going to have to sell, uh, much like what they both said, uh, same deal. But I, I, I think that Andrew Vaughn is just, yeah, I don't think he's the the, the first go-to there. I think he can play left. He can play right. They can, yeah. They're going to put him all over the fucking He's got a good arm. He can play the corners. Yeah. I, I think you're going to see I, – I agree with my sock summer. You're going to see him in the corners a little bit. You're going to see him play 150 games, but it's going to be split in the corners. DH is going to have yeah. some first base a little bit. And I, I, think he, I think this year he comes out and hits. And Loaf, I'm going to say this. I want what I want to see this year out of Abreu is I want him to be fucking relaxed. I want him to be like paced into the playoffs. I do not want him fucking full steam into the playoffs because he has died in the playoffs. He died in 2020. He died in 2021. So, well, I don't know he about hit last year though. No, he he last did all right year last year. Yeah. I but I need him like need him to be fucking. He's got to be focused, baby. You gotta you gotta fresh you gotta, legs. I need fresh back legs a little bit. In, Pull it back a little bit on Jose. Give him the fresh little legs. Back. Fresh balls. That's my argument. you playing as many first base as he's been at in the past. Like maybe yeah. seventy is a stretch. I don't think it's going to be seventy either. Maybe it's more like fifty-ish. Maybe sixty. Mm. Like I, I can see that happening because, I mean, we see a Brayu get gassed. We're starting to see injuries pop up. Like we're we got a young Andrew Vaughn that's supposed to be the future at first base, right? When you Maybe. you're not wrong about wanting to get Abreu off his feet at least once a week, at least saying, "All right, Jose, look, we love you at first. I know you want to be in the game, but how about you slide over to DH or every two weeks? You're just gonna take a day off, right? Go out tonight, 
with your old lady, get drunk. You're not going to play in the game. We'll pinch hit you in the ninth inning if we need a guy. But you you need a day off. And just treat him like a true veteran that he is. I mean, the guy's going to have a statue built up on the concourse Should, at absolutely. some point, right? He's, right a, he's a White Sox legend. And he's yep. still a really good player on this team. But he needs to start respecting his age a little bit and then pull it back just a little teeny bit. Okay, we're going to – like my Sox, we're saying, we need him full throttle in the playoffs. We need that really focused guy in the playoffs. So uh, this is off topic and uh, – it's kind of in the theme of being with you guys, like just going off topic every 30 seconds. But we have just discussed something that's very important to White Sox Twitter is building the statue for Jose Abreu. Now, a lot of people want to put it on the fucking bean, which is dumb. Nobody goes there if they're from yeah, no, Chicago. It's, it's now, I just heard you guys want to put it in or near the 108. What I would, would love it. Your placement for it and... I'm excited about where I want to put it, so I'll go first. I I want a saddle put over the neck of the goose, and I, Jose Abreu on the saddle of the goose, <laughs> wrangling it, and like bat in one hand and glove in the other, and fucking a third hand holding the lasso. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what yeah. I want. And the, like, and the ten that he's gonna win with us on his other hand, it's gonna be it's gonna be really fucking great. 100 percent is by us. He's not going on the goose, though. The no. goose, the guy that's gonna be on the goose is Lance Lynn. And Lance Lynn's gonna be holding a steak in one hand and another and an IPA in the other while he's up there. I agree with you yeah, with holding no, stuff in the hands and riding on somebody, but it's definitely Lance Lynn. Yeah. And uh he'll be have a big ass World Series ring on one of those hands, but like that the steak will be a nice medium rare. Uh fuck you, Shane Reardon. And then uh the, uh, the IPA will be and listen to me when I say this, Lil. The IPA will be fresh as fuck. Okay, it will not be. This still tastes good. All right, yum. it's it's October is the expiration date. I don't care. It tastes delicious. Ridiculous. <laughs> I sort of disagree with MSS. It is going to be by us, but what they're going to do is they're going to take out a couple seats as you get close to the craft cave right there, and it's going to be just in foul territory, just to the uh, opposite, the foul territory side of the of the foul pole, and Jose is going to be right there. So when you walk down to the craft cave. By us, you can touch the Jose Abreu statue. So that I, I, I want it. I, I don't want it on the concourse. I want it close to the people. I want the people to be right by it. I want people to come over during the game because it's kind of out of play, and they can take pictures with it all game. So I, I want Jose to be right there by us. Can't wait till Los yelling at people. Sit down. You already <laughs> took three pictures. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. I I think you put it back in the what what is currently the Xfinity bar or whatever it is now. We call it we rename it the Jose Abreu bar. Ooh, I like and that. Only he's, rum. He's holding a bat out <laughs> with with one hand. And if you pay, you it'll pour from the bat will pour a full mojito. I love it. Yes. Wow. Wonderful. <laughs> oh, fucking wonderful. Holy shit. My only problem is if you put him in the stands, it, you, you're going to end up with the issue of what part of him gets like discolored from people touching it too much. Yeah, lots, lots of his parts. Helmet. Probably his groin. I mean, Ooh, I, I don't know. Because I mean, the helmet needs the to be discolored anyway. Yeah. Well, it's got to have the pine tower on it, right? Yeah. So, I mean, that's the way he do. So, yeah. I appreciate it. They should just, it's they should just have a big thing of pine tar next to it and you could just slap it on his <laughs> rub it on That's there, how yeah. people <laughs> That's how you commemorate him. That's Everyone will be sticky as fuck like in uh, <laughs> in, uh Christmas vacation. Holy shit. 
You go home, you're ripping pages off of the <laughs> magazines. A little full, a lot of sap. A lot of sap. A lot of sap. Really? Well, hey, our next buy or sell is a fucking Tommy bit. No, 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 no. The buy or sell is, is Marco Patty gets a statue at Sox Park. Buy or sell. All right, hold oh, on. Please. I'm going to stop you. I'm going to stop you. Tommy, I want you to kind of sell this to us. Why does he deserve one? Give me. So let me ask you a quest, couple questions, and you you fill me in on why he deserves one. So how long has Marco Patti been with the club in charge of international scouting? Enough to get uh, every important player that we've had on the team for the last, like, five years. Yeah, so. No. Uh, over a decade. <laughs> Tell me his oh, top five signings. So Oscar Colas. He's never played a major league game, so he's not. <laughs> Like, um, well, he's already all world from uh, Japan stats. No, he's like, not. He played no. in the Japan minor leagues. That's not all world. <laughs> and then you have, you know, Jose Breu. So, so they paid the most for him. Yeah. So three, not, I'm not getting us, bonus points for paying over fifty million dollars for somebody. The three of us but, could have said, "Hey, sign Jose Breu," because he was, was really like the best hitter in the world. I mean, was more, he should get some credit, but it's yeah, not like a they big find. You know, they, they landed him. So that's they're, one. That's you got one, right? Luis so Robert. That's that's two. Robert. Although, again, not a lot of scouting in that one. I mean, like, <laughs> I think everyone you paid the most Best prospect in the world. They paid fifty million. Who's, who's number three? Which is good. They should do that, but you know. So yeah. I've named three. That's pretty. You named two. Colas is nothing. <laughs> Colas has never played. You got one more real good one that you that We'll see if you can pull it. That's one more real good signing yet. And the one that I'll really give him. Is that that uh that pitcher guy that um Fernando Tatis is Fernando who you're Tatis of. is the guy you're missing right here. That's Fernando your Tatis third. Jr. is really the one guy who he that kind he of pulled from the normal uh international league that was like became anything, right? The rest of the Sox minor league that he signed. Can you even name anyone else that's made it to the majors that he signed? You can't. No, you I can't. can't. You, you know why? Because he hasn't. <laughs> And there's been it's not, it's not your fault, Tommy. It hasn't happened. Nah. Tommy, there's additionally been gross negligence in his job. Like <laughs> a few years ago, I think it was 2019, 2000, uh, 2020, the Sox had a $5 million bonus pool. 1,000 amateur free agents were signed. The Sox signed 17 and didn't spend their whole pool. <laughs> like that is, that's not, that's not being, that's not. Being bad, that's being like incompetent. <laughs> and not to mention, I, 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 my guy, James Fox, he asks every single goddamn year, are there restrictions on you? Can you spend the entire pool? And they always, Marco Patty always says, yes, there are no restrictions on us. And they don't spend the pool. And it's the one time I see my man mad as fuck at the White Sox front office <laughs> that they didn't spend all the international pool money. And I'm like, dude, you are always pro front office, but he's mad as hell. And he's yeah. always holding it out there. I'm like, my dude is is right here. Now, I'm not saying Marco Petty's probably fine in this job. He's not statue fine. All right. right. Statue fine would be finding us a ton of dudes who are, are coming up on the doorstep and we don't need to spend no money in free agency. We got all these guys coming up and right now we ain't got shit. Like, coming. You, you, know, you didn't two, and you didn't two players. Solos. One yes. we had already given a statue to. So the real question is, does Luis Robert get a statue? And right now I'm, you know, we got to see what he does, but I'll Probably. buy on that. I'll buy that. Yeah. Eventually he gets a statue. Tommy, we don't need 
all the Luis Roberts. We just need regular ass major leaguers to show up to the majors yeah. and say, okay, they're kind of a decent player. And it's like, we don't got to go out and spend 11 million on a fourth starter. Okay. We got Anyone... this guy that we got from uh, the Dominican Republic when he was 17. And now he's our fourth starter and he's pretty good. Like that's, we need a lot of those. Like any motherfucker in the comments that wants to give a player that is still in the minor leagues. Exactly. This guy is a decade into his job. <laughs> With the best pickup, never played in the major. But yes, yeah. <laughs> um, I I agree with you guys. I mean, I think about the Nationals with Juan Soto. They signed him for one point five mil. I mean, he was decent. He wasn't top. No, Luis Robert. He wasn't a uh, Jose Abreu. He's a guy that they went just, out and they took a chance on and just look in your division and you look at, you look at Minnesota, their middle infield, there's two amateur free agents, right? Uh, Polanco and Arias, yep. right? And then they got Sano who hasn't been great, but he's a starting major league player. That's three guys that they have on their starting lineup that would play here. Sano would probably DH uh, here. I'll agree to disagree with you on Sano, but the other guys, yes. I love Sano. Fuck you, Steve. <laughs> but but you get the idea, Steve. You want to put a bunch of major league. I'll be honest with you. If you just found a bunch of Yomer Sanchez types that could like, oh, we don't got to pay five and a half million dollars for Lurie Garcia this offseason. We could spend that on pitching or whatever the fuck. That's super goddamn valuable to find a guy who's just a decent major league player or like, you find more of those would be or helpful. find you know go out in bulk and get a bunch of guys that's a few of them kind of hit and those are the guys you're trading that's what san diego's right. doing right now when, yeah. when we were in well, the penalty box and we didn't spend anything san diego was going i'll just get 30 prospects at the minimum that i can spend and if a couple of them pop even a little bit i'm going to trade them for guys like clevenger that's yep. the point that's exactly the point where I'm at, too. At the end of the day, I think we're, we're yeah, going to yeah. sell on uh, the Patty. Uh, <laughs> well, well, yeah, exactly. Yes, absolutely. And I'm with you. I, I, Not against I him. I just want to see more production. I just want to see a little more production. And I like the recent group. I like Colas, even though he's a little older. And I really like this Eric Hernandez kid. And it cracked me up that Sox fans made fun of how young he looked. And it's like, this is how every team signs uh, these guys, these minor league free agents. Like, they're 16, 17 years old. They look young like this. It's good. This is a good sign, right? This guy might not make it, but I like the idea. I like that they're doing that. Need more so of those. A good move. They need more of those. Do more of that. You know, He'll at least make money for his braces. We'll be good. There you go. <laughs> braces are, yes. Pay that orthodontist. We're good to go. <laughs> but You'll have a good smile. Attracts good women. Trust me. It is the depth. I agree with you. The depth is a big problem. Mm, Our next buy or sell for you guys. Are the White Sox, as a team, are they in a better spot right now as of, what are we, February 10th, 10.03 p.m.? Are they in a better spot right now than they were October 3rd, 2021, when they went into the playoffs? My Sox summer? Sell. Fuck no. They are definitely not in a better place. And the reason, and, and my, my, my rationale behind this is if we don't sign another pitcher, we're losing Carlos Rodon. If we lose Carlos Rodon and don't sign another pitcher, we're fucking worse, definitely worse off. Because we we, we don't even have, like, we're, we're going into it with a hope that, that Michael Kopech is going to come in and, and give us six, give us five. Like, and I, and I think that's a big ask. I, I don't know if that's necessarily going to happen. 
So I, I, I just am, I, I, I'm selling on that. I don't think we've made the moves yet to uh, make it happen. Uh, I don't think we're better. No, I don't. Okay. Dallas Keuchel's going to bounce back, guys. So I agree. I think he will. Totally agree. I think he will. You guys actually yeah. believe that? Yes, yeah. I 100% agree. Yes, yes. I he'll think be he better than he was last. I year. think he'll be fine. I think he'll be like a league average ERA pitcher in, yeah. in 2022. Yep. It's it's hard to be worse than he was no. last. Year. Yeah, sure. he was terrible last yeah. year. And and sometimes late in your career, especially a guy like that who is susceptible to like bad Babbitt luck and doesn't throw hard enough to throw the strikeouts, they're gonna get fucked up a year or two here and there. I think he bounces back. I think I think he'll be okay. Not gonna be. He's not gonna be twenty twenty. Dallas Keuchel by any means. Jake Peavy, but like like uh, league average uh, pitcher. I think I he'll be like that. Jake Peavy. I like get him out in the fifth or sixth. Late, late era Jake Peavy. Yeah, still getting the yeah. job done, but not not flashy and throwing innings. It's not great, but it's yeah, still decent. You know, don't like, expect him to do anything in the seventh. Make sure he's out before the sixth. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry. He should be sitting next to us well, by that time. Yeah, we don't right? want the contract of us either. So that, <laughs> like he should definitely. come out, he can show us his fancy beard and his half-naked pictures that it's actually obligated that he joins the 108 no later than the top of the seventh. To- yeah. Oh, I think that's way too gracious. Top of the sixth, Steve. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> no. You guys, white side. I'll be honest. I, right now, I'm gonna buy, and the reason I'm gonna buy is because I I didn't see anyone. I saw the uh, the the Tigers make a couple moves, but no one made a real move at the throne. Right? We're still in such tremendous shape, and there was a lot of area for no. teams, like the the teams in the Central had a lot of room to really buy. Like if the if the Royals go no. out there and and buy a bunch of shit kind of after this like this lockout period. I'll be a little more scared because they got good prospects coming up. There are teams in the central that have real prospects that if they pushed it hard, I would, I would be worried and think we're in worse shape, but I, I actually don't right now. I would, I buy, I think we're in better shape right now. I, I think nothing has happened to really change our future. No one's got injured. There's nothing weird that happened in the off season. You know, I, I, I would, I'm buying it. This I was going to buy, but now I'm going to sell because hashtag fuck beef flow of 2022. <laughs> <laughs> First off, What's the goal? Well, I got to get on Burke for that. Get to the playoffs, win the World Series. Get to the playoffs. Okay, but what's the – okay, win the World Series. So that means you have to win in the playoffs. If if the playoffs showed us anything last year is that we're not built to win in the playoffs. We can't beat an Astros team with what we have. Can we beat the – can we win our central – can we win the division? Yes, I think we can definitely win the division. But I, mean, I my don't Sox think summer, that's the you, goal, dude. You bring up good points there, but the White Sox had kind of the worst starts of their season in that short series. And I don't think that's replicable. I don't think necessarily going to get all that. Like all, everything's going to go exactly as wrong as it went right there. And the series was still kind of winnable. If you get even one good start out of anybody, right? They got no good starts on anybody. All you need is one good start and everything went as wrong as it could have with our starting pitching. All you need is one good start and we could win that series. The bats showed up. The They got on base. They hit for a high average. Yeah. They didn't hit as many home runs. I'd like either. I just don't think we're in a worse spot. And I think next year we got a healthy Eloy Jimenez. We got a hundred percent Luis Robert. And hopefully we got a better version of Andrew Vaughn. And that's just a better offense. Most likely in 2022. If the White Sox are healthier. They're not playing on the road. If they're healthy, they're at home. They're at home. Man. One and two are at home. They're not on the road. If they're I healthy. I still, I don't know. I, that's a hard, that's a hard, Oh, it's a hard one because I, I just still see. Who's your favorite, though? 
I see Lance Lynn. I still see Lance Lynn giving up a shitload of hits. And and the biggest <laughs> thing that in Loaf, we were at Buffalo Wings and Rings. We were watching game one. And yep. when they left three guys on base in that first inning, I'm like, oh fuck, we're fucked. Yeah, you were, we're you fucked. were, you were like, we're, yeah, we're gonna lose this game. Yeah, we're gonna lose because yeah. they, you, you, they couldn't convert when they needed to, and that's what yeah. we need. That's what we needed yeah. to have. And and every time, and and I don't want to go down this path too far, but every time the Astros needed to hit, they got a fucking. They got a hit. No, you're and right. That, and that's what you need to have. Like you can't leave people on base. You can't leave it in the hands of O'Leary Garcia, although he was fucking seller in the playoffs. You can't leave Three it in the hands on, of somebody like. Like that, like that, that's going to do it. You need somebody that's going to get in there and get that fucking hit. And I just don't know, like maybe a year, like another year of growth, another year of this, you know, another year experience. Hey, hey it could, it's a, it's a, it's going to be they decide helpful, to actually shift, know. it might be harder to get a hit every time the Raptors watch. <laughs> That'd be helpful. Well, yeah, that couldn't hurt. Yeah. That was another thing. When they kept hitting the ball up the fucking middle, we're at Ballpark Pub in Bridgeport. I'm like, why are they hitting the ball up the middle and we get a fucking hit? We hit one right at the same spot and little legs fucking, you know, Altuve. runs over there and gets it, throws a guy out. I'm like, why the hell. fuck can't we do that? Our guy's a foot taller than him. And that little fuck is over there and getting it and throwing it right over to first. I was so mad. I was yeah, so that, mad. you were upset. I'm like, what are we not doing? I'm like, I'm fuck. This is insane. <laughs> so... We've got two more here for you guys. So it's probably going to be another hour until we're done. <laughs> <laughs> now, the White Sox. All right. So we we this is actually a good transition point from the last one. We're not necessarily that much better than we were at, on in October, right? So um, that's kind of the consensus that I gathered from everybody's answers. We are. Not from an outside source, Tommy. <laughs> we haven't signed anybody or brought anybody in to make True. anything better. Kendall we might Graven, be better man. with insurance. But I mean, Kendall Graven just becomes uh, Ryan Tapera. I mean, basically. So, yeah. uh, you know. But he's better and more consistent. I don't know who that is. Have a drink. Eh, eh. <laughs> Close. I don't know. You better look at his stats. <laughs> I mean, I would take Ryan Tapera also. Like, I, like if, if if they could ink him, I would I would take him also. Like, yeah. let's bring him in as well. Why, Why not? not both? Why not both? Why not now, both? Exactly. God, even when Steve's not fucking here, his mic falls over. Good. <laughs> Did you go to read my blog about Kendall Griezmann? <laughs> <laughs> Man, now, he, he got a lot of mileage out of a, a half year that was good. Yeah, eight million dollars out of respect. <laughs> yeah. And uh well he he's the tradition is to sign the reliever from the team that beat you in the playoffs. So we're gonna continue that one this upcoming year. Um now the White Sox are they gonna sign a contract with 15 million uh by the time baseball starts back up? So like maybe June or July. A contract that's more than 15 million a year. I'm buying. Uh Ooh. So here's here's why I'm buying. My guy Kenny Williams, old friend. Me and him eat lobster in his house, or maybe I break in and steal it. <laughs> but Godfather Allegedly. of your children. Allegedly. Holy but shit. He, he's recently mentioned, it wasn't too long ago, that like he's almost done with baseball. Like he's he's kind of on his way out. He's he, he doesn't, he's not feeling it. If he's on his way out. If there's one motherfucker that's going to go into the office and get the money that he needs to say, we're, we're making one big run at this, it's Kenny. Kenny has been able to, to 
he's been able to open the purse strings before. Please, Jerry. And if if he's trying to go, if he's trying to go for it, if he's if this is his last stand as a as a, a member of the 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 Sox front office, I think he gets it done. So I think you you're gonna see them spend on somebody. Is it gonna be great spending? I don't know. But they're gonna spend 15 million plus on somebody. <laughs> they're gonna go, they're gonna go hard at, at, at somebody. So let me ask you real quick, Cherizy, who do you think that is before I go to everybody? I would think else. it would be Conforto. I could see them doing yeah. a one year high high dollar uh <laughs> yes. contract on him because he's the kind of guy that needs to like he could take a one in 20 and it would make sense for him because he needs to come have that great season and yeah. our park is a perfect place for him to have a really good it season is. he resets and then he gets a huge plays, deal he would play one season for the Sox. we would not be able to afford him the following season yeah. um but yeah i could see him doing that i could see him Love going that. after that why i think it's going to be trevor bauer no, I'm kidding. No, I'm <laughs> Fuck that guy. I don't think he's ever playing baseball again. I think that yeah, guy's like so either. <laughs> That's fantastic. But uh, just if I may, a quick sidebar before going on here. It's your show. Come on. There's no sidebars. Yeah, you go. Show. Go, baby. You go. Talk about. Fucking Sorry. don't apologize. Quick, quick main bar. Um, literally, anytime fucking Steve talks about Conforto, I want to murder him. And then as soon as Treasy says one thing about him i'm like oh it kind of makes sense actually it's like that he does need one more he needs a prove it year but also fuck it I'm, i don't want to sign a met like i don't i don't trust Ooh, I love him. <laughs> that's a good approach i like i kind of like that time yeah it's, it's kind of a loser franchise I, 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 yeah know. i mean then you really that. don't want to hear about my robinson cano trade deal <laughs> no one does everyone tries to stop you on that. tommy you you should love Conforto though, because he's he kind of fits. He's he's kind of a he's an averageish kind of right fielder that could definitely hit 30 home runs. You like, like that? That's that's kind of the, the profile. And that is also in your mind the third best signing that Marco Patty's ever made, Oscar Colas. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I wonder if he has put Poo- See, this is you, you shouldn't upset Treasy. This is why you don't you don't you don't fuck with him. I'm, I'm just saying. You know? Go ahead, Loaf. Go, you go next. Bro, I'm selling, man. I don't see the White Sox spending that money like that. I would love Conforto. I agree with Steve. I, I think he's a perfect fit. I would love him on this roster. The only problem is like the Vaughn Sheets thing fits too nicely in the right field. And I think they still think they'd like to get Adam Engel plate appearances. And so that doesn't really work. Working someone into second base would work better, but I don't see that happening either. I think that's going to be kind of a bit of a timeshare. I think they're going to use Romy Gonzalez. I think they'll use Lurie. I think they'll fake second a little bit. And the the DH right field thing is going to be split amongst the guys who just hit and kind of can't really play right field. I, I think if the White Sox go out and spend any more money, it's going to be basically in the bullpen. I think they're going to try and solidify that. I think losing Kopech out of the bullpen, they know hurts them a bunch, and they they got to put a little more in there. And they just don't have like I I wish Marco Patti had put a bunch of arms in there that we could use right now, sliding up in that bullpen, throwing ninety nine like the the Rays would do or or one of the good teams would do. We don't have that. We got no one coming up from the minors. They're going to have to spend money on that spot, unfortunately. So I think they're going to patch it up, kind of with the uh, the remaining offensive positions. I think it'll be okay. I think I think Sheets could hit enough. Vaughn can hit enough, you know, in the, in the second baseman. Hopefully they can play defense. But, I, yeah, I'm going to say no. I'm going to I'm gonna sell that. So hot take, Beef. That's why they keep Kimbrel. 
I mean, they keep Kimbrel because they can't unload him. I, I, I think that's the real reason. I mean, though, Teresa and I wrote separate articles about we can't understand why we think why people think there's a market for this guy. He would be the second highest paid reliever out there. He stunk down the stretch last year, and everyone watched it. So, like, what what do you think you could really extract from him? If you just want to dump the salary, I'm sure you can do it. I'm sure some team would say, yes, we'll take a shot on him. We'll give you some low-end guy or whatever. It almost makes sense to just leave him in the bullpen, see if he snaps back. And if he does, then you've got a great bullpen. The only Hopefully. market there is for him and the only swap that would make sense is him in Segura in Philly. And I that just make don't sense. think. No, I don't think they do it. Why would they do it? They don't. They don't so, need to do that. The contract they want to get rid of is Gregorius. So that that, also, that's on you him. They would they would do that. That would be what you'd get. Would they you won't. take as a Sox fan, would you take Gregorius in a minor leaguer for if he's willing to play second base? Right, Gregorius would be the better shortstop, to be honest. Yeah, I'd, I'd so, take him. I'd, I'd let him hit left. I mean it's left handed. Like it'd be worth a shot, I think. Would you do it? You'd do it? Gregorius do it. Sure. minor leaguer for Kimbrell? Sure. There you go. Send it. Not a great Done. deal. Book yeah. it. It's I kind mean, of a bad deal, but we'll that's, take it. You know? That's why you don't. That's why you don't pick up the option. Because right. that's, that's what this is what what is available to you. And you spend sixteen million on something else. Well, yeah. then you're fucked too. It's it's not like like I don't know. It's it, a sunk it, cost though. I think you I think did it already. It's okay, and it, it was the right move at the time. It didn't work. Oh no, okay. no, you're right, Loaf. You're 100 percent right. You'd make the move during the season. The it resigning. Happened. Not not necessarily the best move. That's what we're saying. You yeah, don't yeah. No, option. I'm I'm on board with you. It, it it's it's like you know. Oh well, I made a mistake. Oh well, I'm gonna continue to lie about the mistake I made right. because it wasn't a mistake. <laughs> I'm gonna stay um, with her. Yeah, even though she doesn't fun. love me no more. I'm gonna right, stay with right. her. You know, like. Yep. <laughs> All right. So no, the the 15 million I'm buying, but I'm buying on a totally different reason, and the reason Ooh. is is because we've painted ourselves into a corner and we have no other option. We have to do something. There is not. It is not a. Oh, we're gonna make this great move, and then uh, here here it is. It's like no, no, we, we we're fucked. So so and so is gonna get hurt. So and so is not gonna work out. Uh, we need to buy something. So we're gonna be fucked, and we're gonna have to pay up. And and it's just I think that's what it's going to come down to. They're, so, they're, you're getting forced. The hand is getting forced to like make a good deal to somebody. Do you think it's somebody as good as Conforto? Then, I mean, possibly, right? Like that would be great, right? I, I would I would love to see somebody in right field. Or do you think they grab a pitcher? My sock summer. Is that that's the, another thing, and that's that's the problem because you're going to need that too. Because that's definitely going to cost fifteen. And million. they seem they seem to always pay up for pitching, uh, quickly. Like you, you saw Liam Hendricks get picked up, and then you saw a okay, Craig 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 Kimbrell get picked <laughs> up. Like and 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 they're like you're just spending the money like it's nobody's business. And, and like, oh, what did we hear going into the season last year? Or like, oh, we're our our fucking our bullpen stacked. Our bullpen stacked. We're we're gonna be so great. Our relief pitching is awesome. Everything's awesome in the pitching. And then we fucking spend that kind of money in pitching because it's not awesome and it just was not working. So it, it's hard. Everyone that we paid in a rebuild year, Yvonne no for $9 million. He's very good. He was very good. They spent <laughs> a lot of money in the bullpen too in those years. Yeah. Like Joaquin Soria, they, they took on a lot of contract. And then everyone's <laughs> like, and they moved him. Big win for Han. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't even name the guy that got back. You have no clue who that guy's name is. Teresa, you could. No one else knows. One thing, right? If you're spending money to get prospects, I guess whatever. But you shouldn't spend that much money to get prospects. They paid, what, like $9 million for Cody Medeiros is what that came out of. <laughs> the Sox are in such a weird spot. Like, the, you wish that you wish someone in AAA had some options and come up and throw, like, 100 innings for you. Oh, Keiko's going to be the guy. He's got to be a starter. doesn't matter. Oh, there's no question. No matter. You need all those guys. So, <laughs> shout, out, shout out to formerly White Sox Twitter active, Shy Sox Hayes. We reference this article all the time. He said that teams on average go through and hashtag one awaiting 10.8 starting pitchers oh yeah for a year okay the Sox were lucky as fuck last year to be so healthy yeah exactly yeah. and that's not going to happen on a year-to-year basis mm-hmm. load up load the fuck up like just even if it's guys who are on league minimum contracts the problem is there's nowhere to put them you if you put them in the bullpen and you and you have them be bullpen guys they're not stretched out like Get and there's options. there's no one in the minors like yeah, you you're gonna have to settle for those guys, but you can't pay a lot of money for them. Yeah, you're gonna get a major league job this? somewhere the else. Jacob Junis's of the world, and, and oh, like I would that. love him on our team. though. <laughs> hey, I know you're gonna I dunk on, him. on MSS, but that's that's the category you're in. So you really yeah. got you're depending on Ethan Katz. Ethan Katz has got to find guys who's like, yeah, that no one no one's suspecting that guy. I could fix this one thing on him. Put him in Charlotte. We'll fix that yeah. thing, and then he, he can come up. And you're really depending on him, man. It's a Coop will fix him, but it's a Cats will fix him God, situation I, for this year. You really have to have that. Like, and I really until hope. the young guys, until the teenagers start pitching up to their their prospect pedigree, you're in bad shape right now with that spot. This and this is a perfect perfect segue. And I, I you know, before we go into our last buy yourself for the night, and I think that's going to be the place where we will wrap it up because we've literally been on the fucking mic for two and a half hours. <laughs> Commit like kudos. We to call you. it Thursday, Stevo. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, what we do. Literally, this was your guys' week, all, and you it decided to a... spend it with us. So That's thank right. you so fucking much. Seriously, yeah. it means the fucking. Thank you, much. thank you for having us on. Us. It How might dare not you. mean much to Tommy, but it means the fucking world. Ah, <laughs> fuck Tommy. <laughs> That's fuck? it. I need Tommy in the ballpark I like more. Tommy. I need him sitting right in one away with us. Talk shit about Steve. Come on, Tommy. Come through. You come sit right next to me. That's where you come. You have plenty of shit to talk about me, man. You knew me throughout all of undergrad. Yeah. Now, oh, damn. Exactly. I'll let you know. I'll let you know. Now, before we hop into the last buy or sell, I, I do have to say this because you brought up Jacob Junis. Jacob Junis is from Rock Island. Uh, no, he's from Rock Falls. Rock Falls. Oh. Pardon, pardon me. Rock right Falls. next to Sterling. Across the bridge from Sterling. My cool. barber, got a badass here. My barber. of them is his barber. We're, we're like, they're like, yes. Yeah. Well, well we're all named my, Jacob too. No government fact, names, but we're all named Jacob. Exactly. Jacob, Jacob Junis went up again. And I was the courtesy runner for a guy who's the catcher by the name of Jacob Wessendorf. Jacob Wessendorf and Adam Wessendorf are friends of mine. We grew up together. I was uh, not Jacob's, but Adam's water boy in middle school football um, because I was the sixth grader, he was the eighth grader. All that being said, Jacob and Adam Wessendorf, friends of mine, their dad just recently passed away two weeks ago, mm. unfortunately. Um, so for those of you that are still listening, um, I, I really appreciate those that are still listening after two and a half fucking hours. Um, 
Now, uh, Jacob and Adam, close friends of mine, dad recently passed away unexpectedly. Um, we're doing a chair charity shindig, I guess, um, for those guys. Um, and, and for Rick, their dad, um, who is really involved in youth baseball in Rockford in the Roy Gale system, which is a, it's a baseball organization in, in Rockford. It's a public organization. Um, so all that being said, um, we are actually taking donations and, and shout out Bruhan and Luke actually donated in, in honor of one awaiting, uh, $10 and eight cents. Donate again, Luke nice. for that shit. $10 and eight cents. cents, which I really appreciate. No. And I really appreciate that. So, um, all that being said, um, we are taking donations for Rick's Memorial at Roy Gale. Um, he literally built the field and the mound by hand at Roy Gale Stadium. Um, field 8. They have multiple fields there. But Field 8, he built it by scratch. Um, and, and that's a Rockford legacy that he has. And I'm very grateful for all of the work that Rick did to build youth baseball in Rockford, Illinois. Um, so I, I, I know I'm ranting and I, I, one thing that we've been doing, um, so for every person that subscribes to the sons of Honarchy page that you guys saw, um, here on YouTube. Um, so the sons of Honarchy page on YouTube, and then every new follow that we receive on the sons of Honarchy Twitter page, we are donating each, both Tommy and I are dollar each, um, oh, nice. honor to, uh, in honor of Rick. Um, to the Roy Gale Baseball Club. So for those of you that are still tuned in, feel free to Venmo either. So if you wanted to go directly to Jacob, who is Rick's son, oldest son, you can Venmo him directly. Jacob Westendorf, Jacob slash Westendorf on Venmo. Or you can send it to me and the money will get to Jacob, which is what Luke did. Uh, so all that being said, I, I know this is a selfish plug and I know this is like, three minutes that's what you should do do that no. shit no, no you yeah. should do that um i'm very very grateful for everything that rick did for rockford public baseball you know because you know it's a city and you know i think a lot of cities you know what well, one thing that we do is we don't focus enough on the sport of baseball so i think rick did a really good job of really branching out and and expanding baseball within the rockford community so donations toward the memorial for Rick, Rick Westendorf. Pardon me. So, Hey, Steve-O. Awesome. Check your, uh, check your fucking Venmo, bro. The 108 just donated $108 to your uh, RG <laughs> baseball. Yes. Hell hey, yes. Let's do that, baby. So before you yell at me for looking at my phone, love, just make sure you know that I just donated money. <laughs> I assumed you were I, it was It was good. either porn say, or donated. That's why I didn't say shit, man. I can read I, you, bro. We've I swear been to God, a long time, man. I could read you. Hey, it just popped up. Seriously, thank you to you, and and honestly, thank you to I mean our guy Adam at Adam KC nineteen eighty on Twitter. Adam Benoist, um, great dude. Hosted me in Kansas City. Hosted Kayla, me and Kayla in Kansas City, and a bunch and Luke Bruhan Luke too in Kansas. He flew City. in too for the one hundred eight day. All, all that being said, I, I mean he just donated some money as well. So I appreciate you know him. You guys, Bruhan Luke, all sent donations to uh, Roy Gale Baseball. And then, obviously, the people who have um, subscribed to the YouTube page and given us new follows, uh, we're going to be pitching in for that. So, I mean, Rick is going to get a solid, you know, contribution here from the White Sox Twitter community. Good. 
and he was a Phillies fan. Um, <laughs> oh, re- I got to get that pull back. Pull that back. My socks on. Yeah, pull that back. I got to get that back. How dare you? <laughs> Make Kittle pay it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No, and it's funny too because his sons are Yankees fans too, so they always come in for the White oh. Sox series. Um, and oh, I give them shit. I give them shit all the time. But you know, I really appreciate it, guys, and I know I know the guys appreciate it too. Um, Jacob, it, you know, the older brother does um, some. He's and unfortunately he's a Packers fan too, but he does a lot oh of. God, uh, stop! You know, stop saying this. Exactly. <laughs> He, but, lo- he loves the socks. He wants the socks to do well in Win World Series. Donate money. God, Jesus. You know, you know, but all that being said, um, I, he, he, he does a lot of blogging um, and, and a lot of connections on the internet, and, and they've been doing a lot of fundraising for Rick. So, you know, I really appreciate White Sox Square showing up. And then, you know, all that being said, uh, you know, I'm, I'm very grateful. Um, so once again, you know, I appreciate you guys tuning in this podcast and, and doing all this. So once again, if you still need the information, I saw there that you go. We wanted the nice. information Put it back up there. Uh, there it is right there. You can send it either straight to Jacob. And then if it asks for digits, don't worry about it. Just send it straight to me. I promise it will get there. And I will make sure that Roy Gale baseball gets every single penny. That, There's only one SM smart. So, yeah, <laughs> we have one last buy or sell. We want to run past you guys. <laughs> Um, Tommy, do you want to ask this? I took the floor way too. Yeah. Isn't this quite the way to close it out? So, um, now that we've considered everything that's out there and over the last two and a half hours, um, we, (laughs) we, uh, we wanted to know what you guys think, you know, so we, we brought in, not we, the MLB has brought in federal fucking negotiators to try to (laughs) And they told them to piss off. They said, get out of here. We're not, we're not using you. It's like not good enough. No. Uh, so on March 31st is allegedly when this baseball season was, will start. Are White Sox fans going to be entering gates on that date? Buy or sell? Hold on. The way I framed this question, let me rephrase this. This is buy or sell that will all be at the ballpark together. And then in parentheses, well, not Tommy, of course. <laughs> yes. On March the 30th, drag. on time. Could you see why I left it out? I, I love. I, I think we all got a drink because he pretended like he was going to be at the side. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. All right. I'm buying. Buying it. Hey. I think the players have, uh, the players showed their hand. They showed the, the things that were most important to them. And I think it's it. I think it's going to take a couple of meetings. I don't think it's going to get solved this this uh, this Saturday. But I think we're probably two three meetings away from them making a decision and 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 getting together on this. I think the the owners come up uh, quite a bit on the the kind of the the pool for the pre R players. I think that's where the players are going to kind of stake their big win. That's where they're going to say we we did this well. We got this money. I think that's what they're what they're aiming for if i'm looking at it correctly um and i think that happens pretty quickly yeah i i think if you would have asked me a week ago i would have sold i would be like nope not Mm -hmm. happening so much so that i didn't even buy opening day kickers for my dad or my cousin 
That's how much I didn't think it was actually happening. I was like, they're going to reschedule this shit, and it's going to be on a day neither of y'all going to want to come in, so I'm not buying them. Now I'm like, I'm buying. It's probably going to happen. It's going to go down. It's going to be going forward. Yeah, I got to agree with my boys. I'm going to say bye. And the reason I'll say bye is I think that the owners are coming with their best and final. Maybe not, like Treasy's saying, maybe not Saturday, but somewhere close to Saturday because they start losing money when the – spring training games don't go off with the regular players mm-hmm. and then everyone catches back up by opening day. And then the owners don't get any more pressure until like August when they got to force the season before the playoffs. Right. So I don't think the, the sort of the lower end players are willing to sit out that goddamn long. I think they're going to realize, okay, here's kind of the best offer we can get for now. We'll fight again in four years. And mm-hmm. I think eventually they'll get an agreement. It might not be, saturday it might be you know a week or two from saturday and they'll have a shortened spring training i always thought spring training would be shortened anyway i always thought the players don't really want to be there that long and i like and even everything's it's always getting oversold like the oh the owners waited 43 days to negotiate let me tell you the players wanted to have their uh christmas vacation off as well i don't think anyone really wanted to talk during those time periods but now it's starting to get serious and i think unless they're either going to solve this shit like kind of very soon in the next couple of weeks, or we're going to have a long layoff. We're going to we're going to be way into the summer before they play any ball games. So I, I think it's going to be soon. I, I will buy. Yeah, that's actually a great take considering like <laughs> I I didn't do any fucking work over Christmas. <laughs> Who does right? <laughs> Everyone was happy to have that little time period off right i mean yeah. you kind of could predict that shit and it, it, it gets baked into the argument and obviously i'm i'm way pro player like fuck the owners and kiss yeah. my ass but the player mm-hmm. argument is oh whoa, you, didn't, whoa, whoa, you, whoa. You, you didn't negotiate for 43 days and it's like oh yeah like you were gonna negotiate during the holidays get the fuck out of here everyone wanted those three four weeks off yeah, come on now here, here's the deal. Tommy's the only one to strive here, actually. Um, <laughs> that's why he had one beer. It just teleport hours. home. I, nope. That's why we have a now. <laughs> Yumper in the comments here. I think he put it really well. Um, and shout out to Yumper who who has always been a big supporter of all these podcasts, um, despite actually being a Cubs fan. Uh, true. Um, he no, said Yumper's good dude. No question. He's totally right. right. Solved this CBA, but the players right. play the groundwork. And yeah. I think that's a very good point that actually I have not taken into perspective. Like these are conversations that have never even been had. Like, I, I mean, think about it. Uh, conversations throughout American politics, throughout American economics, throughout American whatever. It's always started with conversations, right? Yeah. And, and, and he's right. right. They're trying to push. They're pushing in the direction, and he's right. They're not going to get it all this time. Like, you're not going to win everything this goddamn time. Mm-mm. Win a little bit, and then in four years, when you've swung the public – because is the deal, too. In 94, the public was way on the owner's side. Mm-hmm. It was like, fuck the, those players. They're rich assholes and all this stuff. And now it's swung a little bit. So it's probably like 75%, 60% owner, and, and the players still underdogs. But they're taking a the social media. They're starting to realize, like, well, oh, we can gain some power. They're starting to do it, right? My socks over. They're starting to get out there. And, like, Max Scherzer's saying shit and Alex Wood. And, and, like, all these guys are starting to say something. People are like, oh, yeah, the players are right. They need a little bit more. They need some more time to develop that group and say, okay, 
now the owner's behind the eight ball. That'll be the next or maybe the the one after that, the CBA, where, like, the owners are fucked. They're going to have to give up a bunch of shit well, right here. So you fight as hard as you can right now, and then you get what you can get and move on to the next one. I think the public also understands when they start announcing these deals, these TV deals, and you see billionaires making billions of dollars. Yep. And then you're like, well, wait a second. I've never seen Jerry Reinsdorf take a pitch. Like, I mean, <laughs> I don't see this guy doing it. So, like, it, it, you're, you're becoming a working person, and the middle class is, like, kind of, like, disappearing. Going so away. now you have people – Either there you have and the haves and the have nots, right? And the players are looking looking like a have not. So you're like, okay, I gotta get on this guy's side. That oh motherfucker God. should make as much money as he should because this guy that's above him is making twenty thousand times more than he is. So Jeez, like thank God it, the players are have nots, but we can be have nots too. Yes. So now like all these <laughs> So that is like you got information available to you now and you see it and people know it now. It's not like, oh, I heard that the Sox TV deal is this. No, it's fucking confirmed. And some jackass that lives three blocks from the stadiums tweeting about it as opposed it's like as opposed to like there's only three news sources out of the city of Chicago and two of them are in the Sox back pocket. So they're not going to talk about it. So yeah. like it, and I'm not just saying that the Sox are doing it. It's everybody. But That's like everyone. we yeah. all know what's going on now. We know the score. So it's it's a little bit easier to like go, yeah, I'm gonna side with the players on this one because they're like me. They're working their ass off too. The other the other piece of that though, to, to your point, my suck summers, like you know, if you look at what the median career earnings are of, of a major league baseball player, they're in like the three hundred and fifty thousand dollar range, right? Yeah. And like and and that that didn't take one year to do. You spent time in the minor leagues. So this is like, you know, five to seven years to make right. three hundred and fifty thousand dollars. And when you think about that in terms of like everybody, you know, that's not on the high end of probably even people, you know, nope. right? Like so when you when you start to think about it like that, you can start to reason that like these guys are really getting fucked because they're they're making all this money like this this organization is making all this money for these people and these guys are are making that much over five to seven years and you you really start to see like yeah there's guys that make 30 million dollars a year but they're the outlier they're right. fucking there's the a rare. blip on the edge of that yep. that graph and the, the rest of the guys the guys that are really you know churning the league making making things go don't make shit over the when you're thinking about it is the course of your life right. right like these guys most of these guys if every relief pitcher that you see th that is in the like jimmy cordero uh range where you're like oh why we shouldn't even keep this guy that guy works a different job after he's done with baseball he's not set <laughs> for life That's meanwhile I mean. the owners their fucking grandkids are set for life right like so don't make me feel sorry for the owner 100 percent you remember Mercedes has his jersey that he set him like a rookie record in thumbtacked to his wall. The man can't afford a frame to put the jersey <laughs> in. Okay? And he holds an MLB record. You know, I mean, that's insanity. Is that not? Is that that's insane? That's fucked up. Now, come on. And then on top of that, I mean, we got to start addressing minor league pay. And, and we've talked about it on the podcast. I mean, it's been addressed so many times on our podcast. But I, the way so, minor league players are paid. You guys no, had a great idea. You guys had a great idea, which is getting rid of the draft. 
Getting rid of the draft improves minor league That'd pay be huge. because be huge. all of a sudden you're trying to attract players, right? So like if you're, yeah. if you're a team that's not in a big city, one of the ways you can attract a player is to say, I'm going to raise up what you would make in the minors. So it's more attractive for you to yep. get in and say, okay, this is maybe not the best organization like for, you know, getting all these advertisements and endorsements. But if let's say I flame out, at least I made, you know, $40,000 a yep. year in the minors, right? Like, if, so there's the, the, the money that's spent in the minors would go up almost automatically if you had to use that as a way to attract talent. Exactly. It's got to at least be a livable wage. Like the that's right. <laughs> Just a reasonable salary. Yes. Literally, literally what I, I'm a teacher and they're making a third, a fourth or what I make. Like what the fuck is this shit? And you, and you got to realize too, like, and you know, a lot of times they'll bounce, they'll go like, Oh, well, this guy had a hundred thousand dollars signing bonus. Well, yeah, over but... the six years that he's in the minor leagues, that, that, that doesn't feel like a lot, especially right. since it, it's not like, it's not like the government didn't see that and go, Hey, we're going to get our piece of that too. That's right. like, and, and you got have... their 40% immediately. Yeah. And you have a guy that is as touted as Fernando Tatis Jr. Who also went in and sold a percentage of his future earnings away for an advance on that money yeah. he gave away 10 percent of his future earnings or his first contract whatever the fuck it was he lost 40 million dollars or whatever the i mean it was insane amount of money that he gave away right off the gate like because he, he was he didn't have the money fucking a yeah, it's, fu- it's fucked you know? up i mean it's, it's a just really weird bad it's, it's weird like like he shouldn't have to do that people I, shouldn't have to do that it's yeah. insane I decide to like like stay in team living quarters i i know guys such as dan victor who has been our minor league correspondent who has hosted minor league guys in his own home to make sure that they actually have a bedroom to sleep in like somewhere reasonable to lay their head at night yeah terrible we're in winston winston salem so like i mean that's why he's so connected to the Sox organization like it's ridiculous uh, and, and I guess that's a good place to wrap up, but I wild, absolutely wild to think like what some of these guys go through to make sure they get, try to get a shot at the big leagues, you know? Yeah. Well, gents, I, I know that I speak for us and um, really grateful, not, not, not just for the stuff that you do on, on the Twitter sphere and on the wider interwebs. Cause then, you know, I don't see everything on the Twitter anyway, but what you guys yeah, do, out of it. <laughs> what you guys do for white Sox nation at, at large and, and, um, what you guys do for stuff for guys like us, like really grateful that you, you take the time, um, and really happy to spend it. Obviously, we wouldn't be here this long if it wasn't fucking fun. Um, Three hours of time, uh, Tommy. Nor would we, though. No, yeah. that's true. <laughs> if it sucked, we would have been out. We would have been like, oh, gotta I got to pee again. Go. <laughs> nah, um, really, really great to have you guys with us. Um, couldn't couldn't love it more uh, this evening, guys. I'm, I'm, I'm being straight from the heart here. Really, really appreciated having you guys on. You guys are fun as fuck to be with. Uh, and I'll see you at the ballpark maybe five, six times this year. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope so. Games this year. Half a dozen. Half a dozen. You got to get them out more. You got to yeah. get time. Tommy, I'm going to drive to your house and pick you up. All right. We're going to come pick you up. We're going to we're gonna kidnap you. We're going to put you in the beef backyard. 
Yeah. We're going to ply you with Goose Island, and then we'll put you in an Uber at the end of the night and send your ass back home. Or you got to come to more games. Look, you could, we could give him a yurt. He could sleep in a yurt in the back if of your we, we can get If we can get an invitation to the beef, the beef deck, then come, the, come through, baby. Gonna, we'll, we'll, let's line this up. We'll line this up. Yeah, listen, if through, Wally Money can come to the beef deck, you guys can come to the Of course. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and, and thank you for the donation to Rick's That's memorial. Like, that, it means a lot to us. It means the world to me, especially with Jake and Adam as friends of mine. So thank you. No problem. Well, you thank it. you for guys. Having us on. Yeah, it was yeah, fun. Thank you for having us on. This was great. Hell yeah. This is definitely going to be two podcasts. <laughs> well, this just feels classic as fuck, Tommy. So just hit us with the old, hit us with the old, old saying that we used to close out with. <laughs> Rebuild or bust. In on we trust, baby. <laughs> Have a good one, everybody. We'll see you on.